Hello, this is Masajati. Welcome to my podcast, Exponential Intelligence. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about a very pandemic uh, topic, and that would be the coronavirus. Now, you know, I've hesitated to talk about the coronavirus uh, for a while, but more and more people, more and more interest, uh, asking about, well, the XI definition on what's happening. And... Um, And just note that this is a download, a meta-download coming through, so I haven't uh, checked on these questions. Uh, whatever comes through might be, uh, it's not going to be linear, obviously, because XI never is, more of a spatial type uh, information coming through. So, and then I'll try to wrap it up or put, make sense to it if it doesn't make sense uh, towards the end. Again, this is an XI download. So the coronavirus, what it's about, where we're headed, what's going on, what does it mean to humanity, how can you protect yourself? All those questions and more coming up. What's the deeper meaning about it? So here we go. And just to... Uh, join me in on this. Let's go ahead, take a deep breath in, and get comfortable, noticing where you are. Uh, for those people who are uh, up and ready, up and going, who've done XI for a bit, um, I can get you into those higher states, almost put you into, say, the same download access or consciousness. Uh, and those people who are just beginning, again, helping you with your abilities to tap in to the mechanisms or the consciousness that's out there. I call it the universal database. And as for those people who are new, don't even know what I'm about, uh, that's all good. Go ahead, just listen in, see what's going on. It is very different than, say, normal consciousness, uh, and that's why it works so well. Whether you believe it or not, doesn't really matter. Uh, you know, whether you believe in gravity, doesn't care. Same thing with the principles, spiritual principles, as I call it, or uh, the design of humans, the design of time and space here. It doesn't give a damn what you think about, if it's proven by science or not. It is the way it is. So, uh, and that's the reality, or that's the level that I tap into. And from what I found out, uh, even for me, some of the stuff that comes in, I didn't believe it at first, but then over time, it proves to be true. Much like the coronavirus, as we uh, take a deep breath in. I predicted this uh, a while back. Uh, as many other predictions as well. Uh, coming through uh, a while back, uh, I did say that, you know, as we get more and more off kilter, uh, the universe, or the way the system works, this, the way this space-time works, is that, is that it'll pull it into center. It'll reclaim itself. For example, uh, many of you may have heard me say that, uh, especially in the 21 days, 
right? We want to connect to the core of the earth, right? To center ourselves, ground ourselves, to understand those frequencies that have been successful for billions of years, creating itself, re-rendering itself, regenerating itself over and over in a timeless space. That's why when you say, look at nature, it's timeless. You don't know if it was 10,000 years ago, a million years ago, or a million years into the future. Right? Nature looks timeless. Uh, yes, there's death going on, there's regeneration going on, but overall, unlike human consciousness, human design, uh, where where we can tell, say, the date, right? buildings, uh, other inventions, ideas, concepts. Right? We can date it. So how does nature do that? How does this generate into a timeless state? Some of you might go, well, you know, it's mechanisms, they get dated. No, we can create mechanisms or buildings or uh, architecture that are of a timeless space. Uh, there's a few architects who have done that. Buildings of, you know, 100, 200 years ago. In today's form, uh, they look like they were in today's form. Uh, artwork, right? sculptures, um, other designs. Very few, but other designs, uh, again, of human, uh, of human design, uh, of a timeless nature, you know, transcends time. So why is that so important uh, to the coronavirus? Well, uh, again, I'm getting a deeper download from what it seems. So uh, as we take a deep breath in again. Why would that be important? Uh, ah, here we go. Uh, it's the next uh, transformation of human identity. And I talk about human identity, but it, it's an overall transformation of this universe that runs on, say, a 24-hour clock. Right? It's space-time. How space-time is created here. Let's say a 24-hour clock, 24-hour cycle. Uh, just as a label, there's other realities that have uh, that operate on a different time frame, different space time frame. So, so as reality revamps itself into a more uh, robust reality, uh, much like a software update back in the day, um, you know your cell phone, very in today's standard, very archaic. In a very clumsy th nowadays you know what the power of a cell phone is more computing power than what they had um, that sent the first rocket to the moon so imagine that so the same thing with time and space the technology that creates time and space technology that creates density here uh, is revamping itself so how does that um, how does that connect to what I was talking about as far as nature creating a timeless realm uh, compared to humans? Well, uh, as this consciousness washes through, as I call it, the purity of life washes through, uh, human consciousness uh, gets an upgrade. So the level that we're at, 
uh, of a is a more archaic level compared to the level that's coming in. So it would be very similar to a software update for you. Right? And that's just you know more technology, better technology, and so on. In this new consciousness, what happens is that the technology uh, starts to mesh with the human consciousness. Uh, in the past, the technology or the consciousness that came in, it upgraded um, the consciousness uh, again came in, but it upgraded uh, the technology. It advanced technology forward, but human consciousness didn't. And that's where the disparity comes in. As that disparity comes in, you start to see the world in havoc. You start to see the world, say, uh, off balance or off center between technology and human consciousness. So human consciousness basically has stayed the same over, uh, I want to say the millennium, from what I'm seeing, so for a long time, um, almost still since the dawn of man, human endeavor hasn't really, say, changed. You know, we've gotten, well, maybe more advanced or maybe more intelligent in a way, but then also for the most part, we haven't gotten really advanced. Computers or technology have replaced us. Right? Uh, when in, in, in fact, uh, technology should enhance us. And by enhancement, I'm not talking about, you know, computer chips in our brain that help us think better, uh, or robotic arms or limbs or, you know, faster ways of doing things. That's not really enhancing us. That's really mechanizing us. Uh, what I'm talking about and what this consciousness, this new wave is, 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 is about is that how can we advance just like XI does, how can we advance the human potential that's built within us? How can we create machinery, technology, buildings, architecture, art, inventions, whatever that we're building, uh, whether it's physical or whether it's belief systems uh, of a timeless fashion? So, And this is the wave that's coming through. This wave, it's huge. And over time, uh, again, the waves have getting stronger and stronger and stronger. Uh, as if you, especially if you've followed me for the past couple of years, uh, this one's a big one, uh, and it's gonna crest uh, around March, March, around springtime, around that time, give or take a few days. Uh, so you'll see an, a lot of awareness, a lot of awakening a lot of realizations coming through. So overall, I'm painting a picture of clarity, advancement, power, uh, a new beginning. Because as we go through the process, uh, you might think it's the end of the world, it's the end of days, um, you know, the Messiah is coming, uh, the Antichrist is coming, um, all those things that have been prophesied, we're going to be talking about that as well. So a lot of things to cover so but overall I, I just want you to get the gist that it's a fantastic opportunity I like many unlike many other 
ideas, religious beliefs, um, spiritual beliefs, uh, again, the end of days, end of time, darkness, and so on. Um, I, I don't see it that way. I've never really seen it that way. Okay? Uh, although, there is going to be a lot of, say, detox, world detox happening for you. So, just to wrap up a couple points before we move on to other points, okay, is that as this wave comes through, okay, the upgrade that humans get, humans get a huge, say, consciousness upgrade, which means if you could, if you could uh, draw it on a line, and I wish this was a video podcast. Uh, over time, since the beginning of since the beginning of man, since um, Neanderthal man, you would draw a line pretty much uh, parallel to the X axis as far as human consciousness goes. But technology, you know, it's a slow rise, and then from say the late sixties, uh, early seventies into eighties, it's just a spike up. So that disparate line that I was talking about, that's the disconnect. That's the reflection on how far we separated from each other. Uh, as that line becomes more and more disparate or separate from each other, it has to balance of itself. So if you're a stock trader, you know, between, say, a 50-day average or a 200-day uh, average, okay? if you look at any chart, if those lines, say, get too far apart, at some level, okay, it has to fall back into, back into the 200-day average. No matter what stock it is, no matter what sector it is, no matter, again, Gold, um, stocks, uh, bonds, um, you know, grains, metals. If it goes too far astray, you know, say the 50 or the 10 uh, from the, say, the 200 or the longer moving averages, it crashes back down. Okay? So over time, what we're talking about is awareness, awakening. So what does awakening mean? So let me define that and uh, I'll try to clarify um, what I just said. So awakening in XI definition is that is that how close you are to your original self. Okay? So in spirit or religious terms, how connected you are to your spirit. Okay? In science terms, how they awakened you are to your higher self, to your to your etheric self to your, say, timeless knowing, to that grander being that you are. Right? And that, that might not sound so science-y, but if you follow XI, very scientific, okay? it's not about just love and feeling good or anything like that. Very science. So, so uh, it seems like there's a lot of new people listening in, so I'll go deeper in that just for a bit. But there are other podcasts that I describe on how we render our reality here. Your physical identity, 1% of who you are. So this whole reality that exists in time and space is literally only 1% of your consciousness. Right? The other 99% 
uh, again, as you would label it, your spirit. I call it your vital force, the projector, the energy source, the battery of who you are. And it's rendering or casting an image of itself that you experience as human form. So this reality, uh, again, it's, it's a hologram. It's a universal hologram. So the universe is a group hologram. Your experience, your identity, is your version of your experience here. So, so when I say awaken, is that your conscious mind, your 1% of who you are, your physical experiences, your human identity here, starts to understand that what's rendering itself, what's rendering your human experience here, is actually another source in your spirit, your uh, vital force, <clears throat> as I call it. So, the, the, the gap between your, your timeless self, your time-bound self, starts to mesh together. The closer you mesh and merge into yourself, the I am state, or state of oneness, um, that's the more awakened you become. So, bringing it back to to the graph, and then the two hundred uh, fifty day two hundred fifty day moving average. What does that have to do with that? Well, basically, that is basically a chart on how far we've removed ourselves. So we pulled away from our one percent. Uh, are ninety nine percent we think that this human consciousness, the one percent of who we are, is all that there is that's technology right uh healing processes um medical processes uh finances uh even religion is all about the one percent uh, and I, yes, I do say religion is about the one percent because it's all about good and bad. You're sinning, you're, um, even atheism, which is basically another religion, and, and most of science now is another form of religion. So, so they all talk about, say, this physical reality as being the only thing here, although many of those scientists, for example, or even religious people, don't even know under, understand the underlying patterns on why things happen the way they do. So with that in mind, so as you see this disparity, okay, the disconnect between what really what really is real here, the only thing that's real here is your time itself, rendering this reality. That consciousness starts to separate. As it separates, it creates it has to generate, it has to say, create more and more energy to render itself here. It's like a projector, right? Moving further and further away from the screen. Somehow, that light has to shine brighter, but then it doesn't, because it can't. So what happens? The screen, you get dimmer, and that's what's happening to society. Right? This reality is getting dimmer. So 
basically what that means is that the life force, the battery that renders this reality, that brings, say, motion or action to this reality, is getting further and further away. The consciousness, that realization, is getting separated from itself. Okay? And then as it does, well, we start to get off balance. We start to come off our center. We don't, say, vibrate. Um, we don't spin um, equally. For example, if you had a tire, uh, and the tire had a wobble because it was off balance, right? One side was too heavy than the other. It wouldn't, your, t your car would rattle and shake because of that off balance. It's not balanced properly. That's what's happening to this consciousness. It's not balanced properly. So again, in that, and we've gotten way off balance. So what does it have to do? One has to crash into itself, rectify itself to come into balance. So how does it do that? Well, there are lots of ways, plenty of ways. Um, there's a lot of suicides happening for you, right? The rate of suicide going off the chart. What that's about is just what I said. Okay? When suicide happens, and we're going to do another podcast on this, okay, a deeper version of it, but basically it's like your projector that creates your rendering, your physical identity here, it it pulls away further and further and further away. Okay? As it does, it cannot sustain your your image of yourself here, so you feel disconnected, you feel out of this world, you feel not complete, you, you feel like you're not yourself, you feel lost. There's reasons, underlying reason is what I just said, right? Not about your hormones, chemicals, or anything like that. You go further back, too much of a distance, there's no projection of your identity. You have to die. You have to disconnect. You have to have an accident, commit suicide, whatever it is. You cannot sustain yourself here. Same thing, extrapolate that into the bigger consciousness of how this reality is created how this universe, how this earth is created, that consciousness is separating itself. So basically, in a sense, earth overall is dying. It's not going to happen. Right? Humans have this unbelievable potential. That's why they're out of time. Okay? And now if they were in time, you'd be totally abundant, just like nature would be. Nature provides for all that is in time. The reason why humans are out of time or grander than nature, in a sense, although many of us would think not, because we destroy uh, nature, right? We corrupt nature, we control uh, where nature is in perfect balance and harmony, right? Something gets out of kilter and it'll come back to center very quickly. Humans don't do that. Something gets out of kilter and then we go further out and further out and further out because well, human consciousness not that evolved yet okay? we're like say teenagers we're still learning on how time and space works so we can say come up to nature's standards I call that uh, archetype superhuman 
You may have heard me say that expression. So as we start to learn, as we start to fumble, we're like scientists trying to figure out how this reality is created. And as we figure it out, that's where it gets really, really interesting for us. That's where we go beyond nature. That's where we create inventions. We create, um, you know, buildings, energies, finances. Uh, I don't know if there's a religion, uh, if it's needed anymore, but whatever that might look like, uh, it's of a higher standard, above nature's standard. So you don't have to destroy, you don't have to corrupt, you don't have to control like we do here. We don't have to fix things here. This consciousness is is of a state of we're broken, we're in sin, and we have to rectify or justify that we should be here. We have to fix things. Okay? The consciousness that is coming in is that we start to awaken to the point that, hey, we're built like nature. We have the propensity to run like nature, operate smoothly like nature. In fact, many of the greatest technologies, where do we copy it from? Right? The most simple, most efficient um, um, inventions that we've ever had come from nature. Uh, whether it's the star systems, energy systems, or you know the, the way animals, um, you know, cure themselves or plants and so on, comes from nature. So, so we go beyond that, and that's what this transition is about. So, um, let's take a deep breath in. So, what does that have to do with what's happening today? Okay. And this is what I predicted. Well. This system that we have, like many of you that I've worked on, okay, uh, let's just say it's a di dilapidated system. It's a lot easier, and I'll and I'll leave it as a personal example, just and then we could expand it into the world structure. Say that you know your your life has been too damaged. It's just too messed up, too abused, and so on like that. So what many of you do, which is a smart idea, instead of working, say, on your house, right? uh, again, if you've had a house, for example, as, say, your life, right? it's too damaged, the, the electrical system, plumbing system of, is of you know, 100 years ago, back up from the 1800s. So now you have to tear out the walls, revamp everything, right? Uh, and it's all, so it's easier for you to build another identity of yourself right next to it that's what many of you do because say if you if you work on say your current self it's too damaged it's too outdated right because you're running patterns concepts ideas of not just your parents your great parents here or in your great 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 grandparents that's how old some a lot of your programming is some of you a good number of you. So you guys are smart now, or maybe my abilities have changed uh, a bit. What I'm starting to see is more and more people going, hey, you know what? I'm going to leave my old identity the way it is. I'm going to render a different version of myself here. Remember that 1%. It's You're just a rendering. right? Your projector or your spirit is actually the key component, the only thing that's real. So it says, it's like, you know what? This rendering that I've created, it's way too much work to change and adapt. 
I'm going to create another rendering, a better version of myself, a version that's not ill, uh, a version that's got the latest programming, a version that's got the you know the latest uh, upgrades, um, you know the latest technology and electrical and plumbing and all that stuff. You know, if you were a house. And then what you do is that once you complete this house to a point that you can live in it, it's livable. It's you know it, it it's um, it's gotten to the point where you can live in it. You know it's more comfortably. What you do is you just move over and start to live into your new identity with the advanced uh, or advanced features and upgrades. So basically, moving from an old dilapidated consciousness in that old home into the new version of yourself. It's less detox, it's less pain, it's less distorting for you. And then uh, in a very short period of time, and you do feel like you have a double identity as you go through it though. Okay? Uh, in a very short period of time, what happens is that all of your energy is focused in to that new version of yourself. The old version dies off or gets deleted from you. And it literally feels like that for people who've gone through it. It's like shedding, you know, your identity, just like a snake does. It sheds its own skin, and you start living fresh. So, so that's an individual version. So now what's happening, the human consciousness, it's too dilapidated. It's too heavy. It's got way too many, you know, inefficiency systems, uh, too many abuse patterns, too many dark patterns, things like that, that we've learned enough of that we don't need anymore. Those things don't have to, say, transfer over into the new house, okay? into this new consciousness. I call that the high-performance consciousness. Uh, and uh, and we've had enough people that have done XI that we've got a lot of momentum going here, by the way. A lot of people are living, say, in that new state or in that new consciousness or in that new human operating system. It is a new, very different consciousness. In this new consciousness, you can't even, say, get abused because there's no patterns, there's no opportunities for you to get abused because that programming, say, of abuse or dark abuse, severe abuse, doesn't exist anymore. So what does that have to do with, say, the coronavirus? Um, I'm getting to that. Again, it's a deeper explanation. I guess we all needed it. So uh, let's go ahead and take a deep breath in. So as we move deeper and go further into this, what does that have to do with the coronavirus? Well, what happens is that, say that this new consciousness, and what this new consciousness, just to give you an example, okay, people who have gone into this and people who have shared their experiences, say that they've been abused, sexually abused or raped and all that stuff. Um, they clean up, they send, you know, they heal, right? They get, they start reverse aging and all that stuff. Again, they transcend into this higher consciousness. They operate from this new operating system. They can't even go back, although they might remember what happened to them. 
they can't go back and remember the pain distortions. That's how far removed it is because they can't access that program. It's not there. It's non-existent. One thing we have to understand is that the experiences that you experience here, the pain, the distortions, all this thing that you experience is literally programs that you have access to. So, for example, um, uh, a mouse, you know, you see the little arrow, right, on your screen, and you hover over a button or an icon. Well, there's programs underneath that say if you hover over this and click on it once, a program, a script happens, right, X happens. If you click on it twice, Y happens. So, imagine this new consciousness they if abuse happens just like hovering over that say that button or icon you double click and why doesn't happen because why doesn't exist anymore so there's no choice for you to get abused in this new consciousness does that make sense to you so what this new consciousness is about again it's a fantastic and I'm just giving you this fantastic opportunity to understand the bigger version of it uh, on what it's really about is that this consciousness there will be no shortage there will be no control systems it'll be um, it's not about you know fixing yourself or healing yourself most of today's technologies medical technologies um, coming out, you know, nanobots that go into your blood and, and cure cancers and so on. In the new consciousness, there's not going to be, say, cancers. You're not going to be dying unless you choose to, but most likely, most people have experienced enough, say, disease and all those things that we don't need to learn from them to move forward. In this new consciousness, we're not going to be recycling diseases, issues, wars, um, or anything else like we have over and over and over again. We've learned it enough. We've practiced enough. So we get forced into this new pattern, paradigm, operating system. Again, where those things, well, there's no programming for it. So this new consciousness is, a, is about how far, how can we push the human potential or the human being that we've rendered in this reality. So imagine that you're out of shape. That's what this human consciousness is about. You're always trying to fix yourself. You're sick, you're ill, you're out of shape. The new consciousness is that you're a seasoned athlete. Very different scenarios. right? You're not always trying to fix yourself or to survive. Whether it's health-wise, relationships, uh, finances, spiritual connection. You already are there. You already are there. Again, nature. You already are at nature's level. But then how can you go beyond that? How can you push yourself even more? That's what this new consciousness is about. So what does this have to do with coronavirus and all this stuff that's coming out? Well, just like that old house that's dilapidated, the 
old you that's sick and ill, those things have to die off. In the new consciousness, they cannot exist. They just can't exist. So if there's no frequency that is generating that infrastructure, what does it do? Just like that projector, it's not generating scenes of abuse, distortion, anything like that anymore. It's getting less and less and less. There's less and less energy put to it. So what do you think that's going to happen in this reality? Those things are going to crumble for several reasons. That's one of them. The other reason okay, is that there has to be enough humans with a certain level of consciousness to support the reality that it creates. As we end part one of the coronavirus awakening, join me for part two coming up on understanding the coronavirus, how to best benefit from it, uh, and keep yourself safe. So that is on part two. Notice what you notice, and then notice the detail of what you're noticing.